Recorded live. Anybody out there? I am here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear nobody. <laughs> Amen. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Thank you for um, signing in tonight. We're going to start out with prayer, and we're going to go from there. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for being so Faithful to us, Father. Thank you for carrying us throughout this day and keeping us under your blood. Thank you for your protection and your strength that you have given us, Father. Thank you, God, for um, working things out for us today. Thank you for the jobs that you blessed us with, our families, our children, Father, our spouses. We just thank you for being so good to us, Father. We ask that you would, in this hour, God, that you would speak directly to our hearts, God, that you would give us direction, that you would give us instruction. And then, Father, give us the attitude to apply your word to our lives. Give us the the want to and the, the desire, God, to follow the instructions that you've given us, God. We each we know that we you have given each of us a, a task and an assignment for this life, and we ask, God, that we, you would help us to be faithful and mindful of that task and that we would do it and that we would do it diligently and do it with a grateful heart. We bless your name tonight. Thank you for everyone that is on the call tonight, everyone that will join in, in the call. We just give you all the glory and all the praise. Love you. We love you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Whew. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. You know what today is? Hump day. It's hump day. (laughs) It's hump day. I always get tickled when somebody say it. It's hump day. That means we're almost through this here crazy week. Um, I hope that everybody is having a great week, a great, great week. Um, I heard that up in New York, the weather has been very mild. Yes. And snow has melted and is melting and stuff like that. I am grateful for that. I pray that on next week, when it's time for the women to travel, that God will just keep back the hands of the storm. Amen. Amen. Does the storm have hands? I don't think it does, but you know what I mean. (laughs) He would not allow the storm, no storm to come um, because I am really, really excited about our first annual women's conference. I am so excited about it. Um, I was nervous for a little bit 
But um, when God is in something, when he is the author of something, we we shouldn't be nervous. Amen. We shouldn't be nervous. We should know that if God ordained it, then he's got it, right? Amen. That means it's going to work out. And there are so many supporting scriptures to let us know that all things are going to work out for our good because we are the called and we love God. Amen? Amen. All right. I hope you are well. Anybody want to just say anything? Hello? You want to give a short short testimony? You want to anything? Go ahead. Who I was about to say, uh, Minister Rochelle, don't even don't even try it. Don't I don't try not it. This time. Not <laughs> this time. <laughs> Got Anybody it else? Got he it is. Though. He's awesome. Yes, he is. Any, anybody else? I just want to thank God for giving me a new life and giving me a new walk. And I just, you know, really thank God for just truly letting me be in this walk and truly just changing me and changing my life around. And I've really been enjoying just walking and talking with God. And the more I walk with him and talk with him, the more I just don't want to go back to the life that I used to live. And um, my Amen. baby girl, she's going to be four months tomorrow, and I'm trying not to cry. Because <laughs> she getting so big and everything, and I just pray for her health and her strength and happiness and everything. Amen. She's going to be fine because you are on the right side. You're on the right side of the world, on the right side of the track. And it is such a blessing, and it's encouraging when you hear your sister or your brother um, talk about how they enjoy walking with God. Because this faith walk that we're on, this journey that we're on, it is really a blessing. It really, really is. And we're supposed to, excuse me, everybody, we're supposed to reflect on what our life used to be and what it is now. God wants us, he doesn't want us to look back, but he wants us to take a glance every now and then so that we can see how far he's brought us. Amen. Amen. And have the same testimony that Sister Keisha just had. It makes me not want to go back to my old ways. Amen. Amen. Awesome, awesome testimony all in itself. The things I used to do, I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to go back to those old nasty ways that I've had. I don't want to, that I used to have. I don't want to go back to the things that I used to do. You know why? Because it brought me nothing but temporary happiness. That's right. right. But it did not bring me joy. Amen. We learned a long time ago that there's a big difference between happy joy and happiness. And Amen. happiness is temporal. It's temporary. You know, mm-hmm. money money can make you happy, but guess what? Money can run out. Amen. Your 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 guy friend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your, your whatever can make you happy, but they will disappoint you one day. You oh, know yeah. why? Because they're human. That's it. They're human. We're human. 
You know, my shoes make me happy. But guess what? I just said I need some new shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really? (laughs) I do. (laughs) So things make us happy. But there's a song that we sing, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy in serving God, the joy in working um, with my brothers and my sisters, the joy that I get from being saved, being called out, being set apart is phenomenal. That's something that lasts, that even when I'm broke, I can find joy. Amen. Even when I don't have a new pair of shoes, I still have joy. Amen. Even when my my spouse is not making me the happiest, even when my kids are not making me the happiest, I can still find joy. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that um everybody is is on. I'm glad that to hear your voices and uh, I was about to, say, to see your smiling faces, but I can't see them. <laughs> just imagine them. But right in my mind, Amen. I can just smiling. And tonight we are going to start a new study Shape for Serving God Say it again Say it again Shape Like shape molded For serving God Shape Shape Like carved Molded Made for serving God. And there are, of course, I always give you scriptures, and sometimes we go to the scriptures, and um, a lot of times we don't because there are so many scriptures. Mm-hmm. But tonight we will be going to some of these scriptures because I think it would be our hearts well as we go along to hear a couple of these scriptures. Um, but this is such a wonderful study, and I know y'all hear me say this, every study is a wonderful study. Mm-hmm. But, um, sometimes, um, and you guys can tell me if you agree or not, but I believe sometimes um, we as saints of God, as, as, as members of the body of Christ, sometimes we, for, it, we forget. We forget our purpose. Yeah. We forget that the gift that God has given us it's just as important as the gift that God has given to, you know, the gift that God has given to, has given to other people. So then we sometimes can begin, begin to feel insignificant. Mm. Mm. Like we're not enough in the ministry that we're in. Amen. Um, Amen. We're not as effective as we would like to be in the ministry that we're in. I want to encourage you tonight that stay, I want to encourage you to stay where you are. Stay where you are and work where you are. The gift that God has put in you and has given you, he, he didn't give it to anybody else. Not that, that um, exact gift. It may be a gift. Um, familiar to another gift or it may, you know, almost look like it, but for each person that God created, for each of us that God created, and and each of us that's a member of the body of Christ that's called to be um, sons and daughters of God, 
Do you know that no one has an identical fingerprint? No, certainly don't. We don't have an identical gift. So your gift is needed. My gift is needed. And and I know I'm going um, ahead of myself, but I just want to say that. Your gift is needed. My gift is needed. And you know what? If I don't share my gift, I'm cheating you. Mm. And if you don't share your gift, you're cheating me. You're cheating your brothers and your sisters because I need your gift to grow. Amen. Mind you, I didn't say I need my gift to grow. I said I need your gift to grow. And we all should think like that. We should feel like that. I, I said on yesterday, on Monday, a lot of things that uh, principles that I give you um, are not the end all. There are more principles. I just give you what I'm studying at that time. And that's why a lot of uh, preachers will say, uh, develop it. Take it and develop it. Develop it. That means take it and study it. Mm-hmm. You'll get something else out of it. You'll get you'll get something else out of it. Amen. Yeah, amen. But I need your gift to grow because amen. I don't have what you have. I need. Wow. What my sister or my brother has, I need. I need it. Why do I need it? Because I'm your brother and your sister. I need you to survive. All right. Y'all just got real quiet, so that means y'all listening. Amen. Amen. So um, our first scripture, we don't have to go to that one. I'll let you know when we're going to go to the scriptures. But our first scripture is going to come from Job 10 and 8. And um, Job was just saying to God, your hands shaped and made me. Hmm. Your hands shaped and made me. And then in Isaiah 43 and 21, it says, The people I have shaped for myself will broadcast my praises. Mm. And that's the new, um, that's the NIV, I think. Mm. The people I have shaped for myself will broadcast you will, we will sing praises. We will tell of God's goodness because we were shaped for God's glory. We were shaped. You were shaped to serve God. God forms every creature on this planet with a special um, area of expertise. Some animals run, some hop, some swim, some burrow, and some fly. But each has a particular role to play based on the way they were shaped by God. And the same is true for us as humans. Each of us was uniquely designed or shaped to do certain things. Before architects design any new buildings, they first ask, what will be its purpose? What are we using this building for? How will it be used? The intended function, the intended Function always determines the form of the building. So check this out. Before God created you and me, he decided what what role he wanted us to play on this earth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yes. 
He planned exactly how he wanted us to serve him. And then he shaped you for those tasks. You are the way you are because you were made for a specific ministry. Wow. Oh, my God. You are the way you are because you were shaped, you were formed, you were made for a specific ministry. The Bible says we are God's workmanship, created in, in Jesus, in Christ Jesus, to do good works. And that came from Ephesians 2 and 10. You are God's handcrafted work of art. You are not an assembly line product. You are not something off the off the Kodak or a Xerox assembly line. All right. Because you know, and um, I, I've worked in a in an assembly line. I've had an assembly line job before, and I know that some of you that have worked or are working on that that particular type of work, when things come down down the belt, you have to inspect it, and some things are. Messed up. Am I right? Yes. And so some things you have to take off the belt and throw away. Mm-hmm. And even those things that are not messed up, guess what? Do you know that they're not? They're still not exact. Mm. And then there are some that are just like the ones in front of it. But we are not off the belt. None of us, I'm not like the first two people in front of me. Mm. Mm. You're not like the person behind you. The person behind you is not like you. You're not like the first five that was developed or produced. God handcrafted each one of us. Mm. And in his, um, in his strategic mind, his perfect mind, his perfect being, he Put inside of each one of us different gifts. He knew what ministry we would be in. He knew what what body, what what church we would be in, under whose uh, leadership we would be. But you know what? Along the way, before we made it to where we are now, he was he was uh, developing us, mm-hmm. developing those things that. He placed in us those gifts that he placed in us. He's still developing the gifts that he's placed in us. And do you know that even if you are one of the most active um, members in your in your church, you're still you're still not using all the gifts that God has given you. Amen. True, ma'am. I remember Apostle was uh, preaching, and he said, "When we get to heaven." Um, we're going to go, God is going to take us, I'm paraphrasing, we're going to be in a room and we're going to be, uh, go down a, co- a corridor and we're going to see, God is going to show us the gifts that he gave us that we never used. Mm. And he wow. just placed back on the shelf. Mm. I remember that. That we never, we, we never even inquired of him. We never even took the time to ask God, what 
is my purpose on this on this earth. Mm. And that stuck with me. That stuck with me. That we, as as saints of God, we're walking around with untapped, unused gifts. Mm. And a lot of us are making excuses, and we're saying, "Well, I'm gonna wait until you know. I'm gonna wait until um my pastor tell me that that's what he's seeing me, or I'm gonna wait until somebody prophesy to me and tell me that." That's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to wait. We always have an excuse for why we're not doing what we should be doing. Amen. Lord, wherever you send me, I'll go. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. Really? Hmm. Ask and it shall be given. But you you, you won't even ask Hmm. because you have no intentions on doing it. So then it's easier to hide behind the, I don't know what he wants me to do. You never ask. See, yes, so fine. Amen, somebody? Amen. Amen. You are not a mass produced, um, you are not mass produced without a thought. Without thought. You are a custom designed one-of-a-kind, original masterpiece. And God deliberately shaped and formed you to serve him in a way that makes your ministry unique. Hmm. Can, can you say that one more time? God deliberately shaped and formed you to serve in a way that makes your ministry unique. So, again, I go back to everybody, we don't have an identical, um, there are no such thing as twin ministries, twin gifts. It may be, uh, um, what are those those twins that are not identical? Minister Melquan, you and your brother. Yes, paternal. Paternal, yeah. Paternal twins. Paternal. Paternal. Yes. Yes. But you know, that means we came out of the same um, body, two different, two different wombs. Bags, bags, isn't two it? Two different bags. We only got one womb. How about I become a woman? How about I know because I'm a woman? But <laughs> two different sacks, I believe. We have two different, um, two different sacks, different eggs. We look. You know, we're twins, but we don't look alike. It's two different eggs. eggs. Y'all don't look nothing alike. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right? Y'all don't look <laughs> nothing alike. You guys, I'm, you're not even the same height, are y'all? No, we're not. Okay. Not skin, not same height, skin color, skin color, nothing. 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 You can't same even height. tell your brother. No. <laughs> but guess what? Y'all are... Y'all came from the same mama on the same day. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We came from the same God. Yes. We came, he formed all of us. He gave all of us gifts. And your gift may be um, singing. I may know how to sing, but that's not my gift. Amen. 
Your gift may be prophesying. I don't prophesy. You may have a, a gift of healing. I can pray for you. So when just because you know how to do something doesn't mean that that's your gift. Amen. Amen. So then when somebody is gifted in that area, don't get intimidated. Don't be intimidated. Don't get angry and jealous and bitter. Amen. Amen. Well, don't nobody call me the same. Boo, <laughs> you got a nice voice, but that ain't your gift. Amen. You too busy trying to sound like somebody else. Mm. But you pray. You know how to pray down fire. So how about you go on and pray? Amen. I don't, I don't want to do that. I can see myself singing. See, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> You're the only one. You don't want. You don't want. You don't want to do what God has called you to do. You won't even ask God. Because you want to do what somebody else is doing. Because you want to do what somebody else is doing. I can sing. I can. I can make. Maybe I can prophesy. I can see myself. My daughter, Alyssa, used to say, from a child, from a little, little girl, we would be driving, it would be me and her. And anybody that knows Alyssa from a child know that she's always had a bunch of questions. And the why kids. She, right, the why kids. They always call my kids the why kids because my kids will ask a question in a heartbeat. <laughs> but Alyssa always had um, more mature conversations going. Mm-hmm. And so we would be driving, and she said, she would say to me, I think she was maybe four or five, and she said, Mommy, I think I could drive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she said, you think you could drive? She said, yes. And I said, well, Alyssa, how do you think you can drive? Because I watch you. Wow. <laughs> I watch you. So I remember one time she said to me, she said, so, Mommy, if anything happened to you, um, do you want me to just drive? Wow. She said, because I can drive. And do you know, two years, two or three, almost three years ago, Alyssa got behind the wheel. And, no, Alyssa, drive, okay. and she's still behind the wheel. She's still driving. Mm, 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 mm. I didn't have to do a lot of, you know, I didn't have to do a lot of training, but I had to talk to her. Some, but that's how some of us think we can do. We we see somebody singing, and we like, oh, I could do that. Uh, we see somebody preaching, and we like, I can do that. I I know I can do that. I know I can do. But it's not the time for you to do it. Even if you think you can, do, it's not for you to do. Mm-hmm. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Be carefully. God carefully mixed the DNA cocktail that. Created Audrey. Amen. He cre- he carefully, carefully. Listen, y'all. God carefully mixed the mm-hmm. DNA cocktail that created Rochelle and Keisha and Millie, and and he did not put a little bit of Audrey in Keisha. He didn't put a little bit of Keisha in um, Tina. He did not do that. He didn't mm-hmm. slip up and make. A mixture, as Bishop would say, not a mixture, a mixture. Mixture. Of, <laughs> <laughs> of Keyshell. Mm. But we don't have Keisha and Rochelle. Keyshell. Oh, Lord. No. 
<laughs> we have Keisha and we have Rochelle. Mm-hmm. All right? Amen. That's how, Amen. Perfect, that's how perfect God is. And David praised God for this incredible personal attention to detail. You made, this is David, he said, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. And that is Psalms 139 and 13 through 14. I think we should go to that one. Psalms 139, this is one of Minister Rochelle's favorite scriptures. Psalm 3914. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Psalm 139, 14. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let me start with 13. It says, for thou hast possessed my, my reign. Mm-hmm. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. He knew exactly. He, David was so excited. He said, thank you. You knew me in my mother's womb. You placed every organ where it should be. You placed my heart where it should be. You placed my lungs where it should be. You placed, you placed everything where it should be. And then went back and placed the gift of worship. Oh, my God. The gift of, of laying of hands. The yes. gift of prophecy. The gift of, of praying. The, the healing gift. The gift of, of a, an apostle, my God, the gift of a bishop, the gift of a, of a, of a teacher. You place those things in me. Thank you, Lord. You perfected mm. me to your glory. Mm. I don't want to be perfect to anybody else. Amen. Amen. You don't have to be perfect to anybody else. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. This means that nothing that happens in your life is insignificant. God uses all of it to mold you for your ministry to others and shape you for your service to him. Mm. So when we're ministering to others, we are serving God. Amen. When you are helping somebody else, you are serving God. You're serving them too, but you're serving God. Right. God never wastes anything. He would not give you abilities, interests, talents, gifts, personality, and life experience unless he intended to use them for his glory. Amen. So by identifying and understanding these factors, you can discover God's will for your life. When you know that you you didn't go through a situation or the things that you went through, you didn't go through being abandoned by your parents when you were little. You didn't go through being in foster care from, from home to home um, when you were little. You didn't go through um, being molested. You didn't go through being beaten by your parents or by, by a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, you didn't go through that for nothing. Thank you. God allowed it yes. for your now. Mm-hmm. Yes. He allowed Amen. it 
for the ministry that he placed in you. You didn't have to raise your um your little your little sisters and your brothers and you were a child yourself. You didn't have to raise them for no reason. Maybe he did that to show you leadership, to to um to shape you into leadership. So that when you become a pastor and, and, and a, uh, an apostle, a bishop, you will know how to lead people. Mm. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So don't feel bad about your past. Amen. Amen. Your past Amen. is your blueprint to your present. Mm. Ah. Amen. Don't feel bad when when you... You know, you 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 watching something, or or you 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 looking in your kids' face. You looking in your three kids or your two kids, and there, there's two different daddies, three different daddies. It already happened, sweetie, and it happened for a reason. Amen. Don't feel bad. You are who you are because of what you went through. You went through what you went through because God is who he is. Amen. Amen. He allowed it. But he brought you through. And somebody that went through something ought to say amen to that amen. one. Right amen. 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 There got to be everybody on the line. <laughs> Come on, then. Come on. Amen. By identifying and understanding these factors, you can discover God's will for your life. Now, the Bible says you are wonderfully complex, so many different facets to who you are, so many different um, little things to make up who you are. You are a combination of many different factors. So to help you remember five of these factors, now this is not all the factors, but just some of them. Five, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Just, just write this word down. Write this word down. Shape. Shape. <laughs> what what can I get out of shape? S. Spiritual gifts. H. Heart. A. Abilities. Oh, look, you go, you're going fast. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to okay. always go back to something. Okay. A, abilities. P, personality. E, experience. Shape. Spiritual gifts. That's S. H, heart. The heart of God. A, ability, the ability to do what God has called us to do. P, personality, personality to win, personality to win people to Christ, personality to display and to do what God calls us to do. We should do it with whatever, um, uh, what is the scripture, do it unto the Lord, do it as unto the Lord. You should do whatever God has called you to do. Do it with a smile on your face. Yes. Like yes, yes, ma'am. Come. Yes. yes, ma'am. Amen. E, experience. Experience. 
Whenever God gives you an assignment, he always equips you with what you need to accomplish it. Amen. He doesn't just give us an assignment and leave us on our own. Figure it out. That's not, no, that's not God. Yes, amen. This is how he shapes us. This is how he shapes us. He equips us with what we need to accomplish it. Number one, I told you five. I'm gonna give you five, and we have maybe two in this study, and then in our next study, the other, the other three, okay. or the other two or three. Um, I'm gonna learn how to count in between now and then. <laughs> we can help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> but unwrapping your spiritual gift. Unwrapping. This is all a part of shape. This is how he shapes us. Unwrap, unwrapping your spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. God gives every believer spiritual gift to be used in the ministry. These are special God-empowered abilities for serving him that are given only to believers, Mm. only to us. We should feel real special. We have um, an exclusive club when we are in Christ. It's an exclusive club. You, You really have to be, you have to be a member. Amen. You have to be a son or a daughter. Amen. You have to be a child of God. And remember, we we learn everybody's not a child of God. Everybody's a creation. Yes. But only are you a child of God if you have a relationship with him. Yes. If you have given your life to him. So a lot of people get on, you know, a lot of um, the uh, secular world, um, musicians and singers and stuff, they always get up. I want to just give glory, give um, honor honor to my Heavenly Father. He's your father. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have the, the same blood. Mm-hmm. That ain't your daddy. <laughs> he created you, but you don't serve him. Mm-mm-mm. You don't have his name. <laughs> we have his name. Amen. Now we can tell them you can have his name. Yes. Amen. You Amen. can have the same DNA that I have. We can become brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. He can become your daddy. But there are things that you have to do. If, but if my people, which are called by my name, Cover themselves in prayer. Mm-hmm. And turn from their ways. Keep their faith and turn from their wicked ways. Yeah, then. Only then. Yeah. And I hear from heaven, okay. forgive them their sins, and heal yeah. their land. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 we have special God-empowered abilities. That's what he has given us because we're believers. The Bible says whoever does not have the, the spirit cannot receive the gift 
that comes from God's spirit. And we're going to read that, 1 Corinthians 2 and 14. 1 Corinthians 2 and 14. Are you there? Mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians yes. 2 and 14 says, But the natural man perceiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. And I'm going to go to 16. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is judged of no man. So you can't discern the spiritual things of God if you, if you're not, if you don't have the spirit. Amen. Of God living in you. You know, a lot of people say, um, it's funny, my, my, um, someone was saying to me, um, they hear somebody they're, they're living in the house with, they hear somebody, um, hear that person always, yes, Jesus, I hear you, Lord, talk, Lord, but they <laughs> will cut somebody out and they smoke all day long. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. I said, so I wonder what Jesus is telling them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they, if they Jesus, you should be saying, put them cigarettes down. Mm-hmm. Repent of your sins. Turn from what you're doing. Amen. And I mm-hmm. often wonder when people, I'm not going to call out denominations or anything like that, but when people call themselves um, holy, they call themselves living for God, and, and they're, they're men and women of God, but they smoke, mm-hmm. they drink. They hold mm-hmm. they got um wives and girlfriends all in the same church. Mm-hmm. These are pastors, some of them are pastors that that sleeping with the deacon's wife. Mm-hmm. And they get up and they preach. And they get Lord up and light up the cigarette. And I'll even say this, I remember growing up, my grandfather. The church that they went to, my grandfather was a deacon. He was faithful. He was faithful. He sung in the in the choir. He sung in the men's choir. And I remember going to visit um, church with my grandparents. And after my grandfather was finished singing, he would go and stand right in the front of the church and smoke. Amen. So sometimes I want to ask these people, what if you saw Jesus smoking? Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, what what if somewhere I don't know, you know, you just found out that before um Jesus went to the cross, he slept with Mary and Martha. Mm. How, wow. how 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 would that shake you? It's disappointing. Very disappointed. Yeah. My son um, was um, cussing in school. And um, I said to him, when I found out I was so hurt and disappointed, I said, what if I cursed? Mm. What if I cursed? He said, I would be hurt. I said, I how do you think that I'm supposed to live right, but you don't have to? Mm. Yeah, amen. 
And I think that some some pastors that's doing stuff and the, and some of the members know. I believe they have a right to ask the pastor that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. In a respectful way. But how is it, Pastor, that you teaching us to live right, but you you not living right? Mm. How is it that Amen. clearly talks about fornication and adultery? And, and I'm trying to live God's word according the best way that I can. But you as my leader, you're not doing it. Mm. We can't understand, or the world can't understand us because they're not spiritual. Also, Can, yeah, somebody want to say something? Yeah, why? Why you're on that subject? Um, um, leaders that are teaching um, holiness but aren't living holiness. I remember something that um was said a couple years ago to me. It said. When you fall, be careful because you don't fall by yourself because you never know who's watching you. Mm-hmm. And you being in a leadership position, um, and you have a lot of um, baby saints that, that that come into the church and um, they're trying to they're trying to get to know God for themselves and they're trying to learn get the word deep down inside them. But they're looking at you and then when they see you doing wrong, they're gonna think that it's okay because you're supposed to be leading by example and because you're leading. Or they believe that you're leading by example if, um, you know, you're, you're preaching the word of God and you're, you're teaching Sunday school and teaching Bible study and then they see you go out and smoke or they see that you still have a sip every now and then or they see that you, you know, you curse every now and again, they're going to think that it's okay mm-hmm. because they're watching, they're watching you. They haven't yet learned how to look to God rather than just look to the person that's teaching. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be a representative of Christ, right. and if you're if you're looked at as a representative of Christ, and you're doing those things, you're causing other people to fall. Amen. And then Jesus said, "Any of you who causes any of these children to fall, or any of my people to fall, it was better for you to have tied a millstone around your neck and go into the sea Ooh. than to cause these people to sin." So we got to be careful, especially those in leadership position. We have to be careful. Um, of how we carry ourselves and conduct ourselves um, in front and, and by ourselves. It's because the Bible true. says what's done in the dark will come to the light. It definitely will. It definitely will. Thank you for that. So you you can't, if you're not a child of God, you cannot, um, whoever does not have the spirit cannot receive the gifts that come from God's spirit. You cannot receive the gifts that come from God's spirit. You can't earn your spiritual gifts or deserve them. You can't. So stop trying to do everything in the church so that God can give you somebody else's gift. You don't. You can't earn it or deserve it. It's God. It's God who gives it. That's why they're called gifts. They are an expression of God's grace to you and me. Christ has generously divided out his gifts to us, Ephesians 4 and 7, I believe. You can write that one down. Neither do you get to choose what gifts you'd like to have. 
<laughs> if only. <laughs> huh? I know. If only we. Right. <laughs> That's why I chuckle. If only I could choose the gift that I want to have. Boy, oh boy. Amen. But we can't. We can't. Nope. He knows, he knows what we have need of. He knows what he needs in the body. Amen. He knows. Neither do you get to choose which gifts you'd like to have. God determines that. And Paul explained it this way. He said, it is the one and only Holy Spirit who distributes these gifts. Mm. He alone decides which gift each person should have. And let's go to 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. We're still in 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. Amen. Somebody read that, please. Well, for all these work, for all these work that one in the self-same spirit, divide into every man severally, severely as he will. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what he wanted us to have, that's what he gave. Mm. And um, it may not, I may not have as many as you as many gifts that you have. You may not have, and that's why we shouldn't go around trying to compare ourselves to anybody. Amen. Amen. You're not them, and they're not you. You're not them, and they're not you. Let's stop doing that. If you're doing it, or if you know somebody that's doing it, just remind them, we were all given, given gifts. We were mm-hmm. all tap into the gifts that God has given you and placed mm-hmm. in you. Tap into them. Encourage them. Tap into the gifts that he's placed in you. Yeah. And that will stir up a whole new conversation because maybe they'll say, well, how do I do that? Ask them. Inquire. Ask of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ask of them. Give them these pictures. Amen. God loves variety. Because he loves variety and he wants us to be special, no single gift is given to everyone. Amen. First, First Corinthians 12 and 29. First Corinthians 12 and 29. It says, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? And the answer to that is no. You you got some. You have some that interpret tongues. You have some that speak in tongues. Now, how are you going to be the one? How you got the gifts of speaking in tongues, and now you about to interpret everything that you just said? <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I don't think that one that's not how any of this works. <laughs> Come on. Do I do I have um bishop or apostle on the line tonight? No? No? Mm. All right. I just wanted to ask Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Is that apostle? This is he. 
if I have the gift of speaking in tongues, the gift of tongues, could I also have the the, the uh, gift of interpreting tongues as well? You should. I should. Am I interpreting my own tongues? You are interpreting. No, you ought to interpret your tongues. The Bible says, if I, if you speak in it, and you, I, Paul said, I'd rather speak um, five words in English than to speak one. Yeah. Unknown tongue without without an understanding. So, um, nine times out of ten, a person that has the gift of tongues, um, God can use them to interpret it in a present state of time. It doesn't okay. necessarily mean you have to have that gift. Okay. Um, but you don't have to. But God will use you to interpret it if there is no one else around you with that gift. He will not allow you to speak in tongues if no one interprets. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Apostle. Thank you, you for that. But everybody does not have the same gifts. Everybody don't have the church. If the church is, um, if the church consists of two hundred members and only fifty, I won't even say fifty, but one member has all all the gifts. Oh wow! Who, who is that? Who is that member any good to? My God. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna explain that in a minute. No individual, no individual receives all the gifts. Amen. If you have them all, you have no need of anyone else. That's why. Amen. And that would defeat one of God's purposes. Amen. What is that? To teach us to love and depend on each other. Amen. I need your gift. Amen. I need Amen. your gift. Your spiritual Amen. gifts were not given for your own benefit, but for the benefit of others, just as other people were given gifts for your benefit. Amen. What What is your gift? Mm-mm. Maybe that's something, maybe that's a question we should ponder. What is your gift? And how is it beneficial to someone else? Amen. How can I bless someone else with my gift? Amen. How? It wasn't given for you to keep to yourself. Amen. The Bible says a spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means for helping the entire church. 1 Corinthians 12 and 5. Let's go there since we're already in Corinthians. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. There are different gifts, but they all came from the same Lord, right? So God God planned it this way so we would need each other. When we use our gifts together, we all benefit. If others don't use their gifts, you get cheated. Remember I said that at the beginning? And if you don't use your gifts, they get cheated. This is why we're commanded to discover and develop our spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. 
We have to. Have you ever taken the time to discover your spiritual gift? Do you know what your spiritual gift is? No. It's time for you to learn. It's time for you to ask. It's time for you to, to seek God. Because an unopened gift is worthless. Mm. If you, Christmas comes, you know, this is whew, the time that um, people are, are used to get getting gifts. Let's say Christmas time comes and you have a tree and you have gifts under the tree, but you tell everybody, don't touch nothing under that tree. So December 25th comes, and you still tell them, don't touch nothing under that tree. Mm. January 1st comes, don't touch nothing under the tree. So then why are they there? Right. Why did you even take the time to wrap it? Why? No, no, no. Let's go all the way back. Why did you even buy it? (laughs) And you knew you wasn't going to give it to us. Mm. You knew, and that that's that's the same thing. It's worthless. Just sitting there is worthless. I'm I'm taking the tree down, and the gift's still sitting there. <laughs> that's how we are when we don't tap into the gifts that God has placed inside of us. And how about for those of us that know the gift, but we're not doing anything with it? Mm. I spoke to someone today, and they were telling me a business venture, a business venture. And I said to them, I said, you are so business-minded. You're so business-minded. And the thing is, that person is not trying to keep everything for themselves. They're trying to expand and, and share with their brothers and sisters this is what we can do to make money. This is how we can expand. This is how the, the body of Christ mm. can make money. All the things that people come go to New York City for, they can come right here in Georgia. And it can be God, God-owned, mm. Christian-owned, Christian-based. Mm. And you're bringing a few things to the community. Not only are you bringing new stores, but you're bringing um, businesses and jobs. Wow. That's a gift. That has to be a gift. Amen. That God, you know, he gives you those ideas. Mm-hmm. An unopened gift is worthless. If you don't share it with anybody, if you don't share your gift, it's worthless. It's not even worth having. Anybody want to say anything? Um, yes. Good evening to everybody. Good evening. Uh, I came on late, uh, but I I'm enjoying everything that I have heard uh, this far. Uh, speaking on gifts, uh, I just want to say that sometimes we get gifts mixed up with talent. Mhm. And. Uh, I seek the Lord some time ago because I think I was getting spiritual gifts, some spiritual gifts mixed up with talent. Mm-hmm. And I 
began to seek the Lord on it, and uh, and me and um, me and Sister Terry had uh, we had studied on it a little bit, and we uh, discussed it a little bit, and prayed about it, and so um, I I just like I just wanted to say that sometimes we can get spiritual gifts uh, mixed up with talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to know uh, our spiritual gifts because they are very important in in the body of Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. they are. Yes, they are very important. Every gift is important. Every gift, and that's why God wants us to seek Him. You yes. know, He wants mm-hmm. us to seek. He gets joy out of us seeking him and asking him to show us, let us know. Whenever we forget these basic truths about gifts, it always causes trouble in the church. And that's very, very on point what um, our sister just said. You get talent and gifts confused. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's so important for you to know the basic truth about gifts. Two common problems are gift envy and gift projection. Yes. Um, Gift envy occurs when we compare our gifts with others. Yes. When we feel dissatisfied with what God gave us and become resentful, or jealous of how God uses other people. We shouldn't feel like that. Amen. Amen. We shouldn't feel like that. Amen. I think, you know, musicians, musicians play such an intricate part in our services. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's good to have talented people, but I believe yes. that in a ministry um, that you should have people with a gift yes. that realizes the gift, that that's a gift that God has given them. Amen. And that can flow. And, and, but I don't ever look over at, them and, at, the, at the musicians and wish that I could do what they're doing. Mm. I don't ever wish I can get on that, um, that guitar and play like, like Minister Kirsten. Mm. And she Play here. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> but I never stare at her or get an attitude and think that I could do and, and want to do what she's doing. God bless her. He gifted her with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't look yeah. at, at um, the drummer. Now, I can keep a beat. I'm not a drummer. I can keep a beat. But I don't mm-hmm. ever see the drummer <laughs> and be like, ooh. Jesus, I know you called me to play the drums. I know you did. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't look at um, the bass player and went and just. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I, now, I look at the pastor sometimes. I look at the, the bishop and the apostle. And I don't wish that I was doing what they were doing. I never wished that. Mm-hmm. But I just delight in hearing them. I delight in the knowledge that God Amen. gives 
and the revelation that God opens up for them. And I, I admire that so much. Amen. Amen. I admire it. But do I try to um, emulate? Will you emulate them? Uh, no, I do not. Amen. It's a job in itself being Audrey, okay? Amen. And Amen. I want to say this, going back to Minister Ernest, um, Prophetess Ernestine, which I'm so happy to have back on the line tonight. Thank you kindly. Um, but talent is of the world. Mm. But yeah. the talent becomes gifts when we are in Christ. Amen. Remember, he gave one five, he gave mm-hmm. another two, and another one. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, who used it? Which one of them used the talent that they were given? The five and the two. Two. Five. Mm-hmm. Five and the, two. the one with the one, what did he do? It wasn't. It wasn't prospering. It wasn't doing nothing. It was non-effect. Non-effect. It was unwrapped to become the gift. Wow. The tree. Come on. Yeah. Wasn't no anointing there. None. That's what the stars yoke. But the two and the five became gifts. Because yeah. they gave it back. They did something with it. Right. They did something with it. Thank you, Lord. So, unwrap. Unwrap. Mm-hmm. Open up the yeah. gift that God has, has given you. And I was, oh, um, gift projection? If that happens, remember I just said gift envy? And gift now and gift projection. Gift projection that that's a problem, and it and it occurs when we expect everyone else to have our gift. Wow. Yeah. We expect for someone else to to um do what we are called to do. Amen. And we get upset when they're they're not as passionate about it as we are. Mhm. But the Bible said there are different kinds of service in the church. Yes. Yeah. It is the same Lord we are serving. We we read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not I don't expect um for um other worship leaders to be or worship team members or whatever to be as passionate as I am. Because mm-hmm. they, they didn't Amen. go through what I went through to get where I am. Amen. 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 So I can't. I can only encourage them. Mm-hmm. But I can't get mad, you know, because they don't. They don't see it. Or the the vision. We the, the pastor can't get mad when we don't see the vision. Amen. We can only pray that we see the vision that he has. Amen. Because God gave it to him. Amen. Now, we should be connected to our leader so that God would show us. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. That's how that works. We should be connected. Sometimes spiritual gifts are over overemphasized to the neglect mm-hmm. of the other factors God uses to shape you for service. Don't just be on to your gift. 
Your gifts reveal one key to discovering God's will for your ministry, but your spiritual mm-hmm. gifts with an S are not the total picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has shaped us in other ways. Yes. In other ways. Mm. We're not going to finish this tonight. It is 837, and I, I want to go a little further, but I don't want to keep mm. everybody on the line that long. Mm-hmm. But listen, whatever your gift is, if you have knowledge of your gift, if God has shown you your gift, if God is dealing with you about your gift, listen, tap into it. Amen. Pray about Amen. it and do it. Move. Amen. Move under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Move. Do it because it's to help the ministry that you're in. It's to help your leader. It's to help carry the ministry. Amen. Amen. It's significant. It is. It is important to the body of Christ. Amen. And when you feel the enemy bothering you, telling you, don't nobody care, you're not important, remember this message. Remember this lesson. Mm. God, you said that I, with the gifts that you imparted in me, the gifts that you put in me, you said that they are for the ministry that I'm in. Amen. And if it's not, then you, I'm in the wrong ministry. You got to show me where I'm supposed to be. Uh, Amen. Amen. But seek God. In my conclusion, seek God. Seek God. Talk to God. Just like you're talking on this line, just like you ask questions, just like people think that you got to go on a 50-day fast. Some people do. Some people don't. Amen. But it starts with seeking him. Amen. He didn't let him instruct you. If he said you need a three-day fast, mm-hmm. let God tell you who you are in Him and the gift or gifts that you have to help move or catapult your the ministry that you're in. Amen. 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 I hope that you all got something out of this lesson tonight. Amen. Uh, I'm excited. I hope I'm not excited by myself. You're not. (laughs) Fantastic lesson. I was just reading about this last night, too. Wow, wow, wow. Minister Nesbitt? Yes, sir. May I ask a question before you close out, please? Yes, sir. The question I want to ask, um, ushers in the church that are ushering by the anointing of God, or even someone that are security or parking the cars. And um, should they be paid for the service they're doing? No. And Okay, well, why do we pay, why do we pay musicians? Mm. Can I say, mm. Apostle? Yes. I know you addressed it to um, Lady Nesbitt. But no, everybody. A gift that God gave you, and you're serving to please God, you should not get money. Amen. 
Even if, I don't care. So, so why so why are we doing it? Why do we pay people to play in church? Well, I I can only speak for my church. We're not paying anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I believe the secular world has gotten yeah. into the church. Amen. And we have, um, and I say we as church, as the church, we have allowed um, club goers. We have allowed um, secular uh, musicians to come into the church that doesn't have um, any attachment. To God, mm. no connection to God, no God in their lives, but they have a good talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want, <laughs> we want our, exactly. we want our um, musicians, our band, we want our um, worship team to be the best. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we will degrade and downgrade and 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 um, get whoever that's hot right now, whoever's popping that can play, that's who I want. He don't have to be a member of my church. He don't have to serve God. I don't have to know his lifestyle. Mm. And so then he comes in, maybe he plays the keyboard because we're paying him. He got a contract, and we're paying him $150 per service. And then he brings his friend that's a drummer, because what he's saying is not God moves in that church, but they pay you in this church. Amen. Mm-hmm. So the secular has crept in. We have no, it hasn't even crept into the church. We have allowed it into the church. Amen. They invited it. Amen. They invited. Amen. So did Apostle just leave us? I'm, I'm still, I'm listening, ma'am. Okay. I know the Bible also said, whatever you find your hands to do, do it as unto the Lord. So this, to me, there should be no, um, for um, whatever you're being, whether it's security, ushering, um, drumming, musician, singers, you know, et cetera. I don't believe that there should be um, any form of payment because if you're doing it for God yeah, and not right. for man, the Bible said, if that's what you want, if you're seeking money, then that's all the rewards you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, my, my take on that is basically what you all are saying. But I think um, there comes a time when you can appreciate um, the, the musicians or whoever serving. For example, your ushers, you, your appreciation service to bless them, to encourage them, but not a form of payment. Um, and that's the same thing with the mu- music department. But we have not just the people of the street coming in, but we have people who say they are members of the church who are born again, and, and then they want to be paid, and they call it their job. And, and that, that is ungodly, and it's not biblical. And um, mm-hmm. leadership should well, not allow that in churches. Apostle? Yes, ma'am. If, if you're paying that person, what, what kind of pay are you looking for from God? That's right. You, 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 should, you have your paycheck already. You have it already. All right. That's all you get. Yes. Yeah. And, and can I add something also? Mm-hmm. Most of the 
positions that are being paid don't even have regular jobs. Mm. They're depending on this from the church. I no, they are prostituting the church. Amen. Mm. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, they just they just pimping the church, you know. Exactly. Mm. Makes them more sorry than what they are. Yeah. Amen. I know someone that's not saved, not mm-hmm. living an alternative lifestyle, a man that's sleeping with another man. And um, he, he goes to churches. People hire him to come and, and do their praise team, be, you know, lead praise and worship. And they hire him to come and do choirs. And so when this person said to me, um, I, I have to go to, you know, to this church. Um, I got to do praise and worship. I said, who got you at their church doing praise and worship? Oh, they're paying me. I said, and they're paying you? So this person said to me, yes, the hustle is real. I said, wow. Wow. That's what you think of God's, God's plan. That's what you think of doing worship, you hustling? That's it. Wow. Wow. I have a question. Yes. If these people are coming into the church, isn't it them detrimental to new be, new, mem, new um, people that are getting saved, the new ones? It absolutely is because it's setting yes. a poor example. Mm-hmm. It's setting a poor example. Minister Melquan said this at the beginning of the Bible study. Right. When you you've got to be careful, and leaders have to be careful because mm-hmm. it's not just them. It's not just you, but you have new saints. You have baby saints. You have people that want to be saved, right. but when they're coming into foolishness, what what where do they have to go? There's nowhere for them to grow. Right. Because they're coming in and seeing the same things that they're seeing in the world. So then the question becomes, what is the youth? Amen. 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 Anybody else? Well, all I can say, that that is deep. And um, actually, a lot of people in the church is getting paid. Uh, even the preachers, uh, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of them on salary. A lot of them on salary. Well, I can say for, for my, my, my pastor, my bishop and my pastor, my apostle, neither one of them, neither one of those men of God are on a salary. And they get, <laughs> they get tied. Just like everybody else, they get to the just like everybody else. They take their money when nobody else is doing it and put into the mm-hmm. ministry. Amen. 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 All right. Amen. When the pastors, when it comes to the pastor, the, the church is supposed to take care of the pastor because that is the pastor. Amen. 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 Well, I know a lot of them that that's on salary. That's the job. I didn't say it. I said some. And there's some I know that's not on salary and some I do know. If if that is the pastor, because 
the the statement that was made is some ministers mm-hmm. um, and some you know, but a pastor if he is the pastor of the church he's taking care of the church, he that's his job. Job, yeah. There are scriptures, but there are no scriptures to support that I have to pay the musicians in my church. No. There are no scriptures to support I got to pay the praise team leader in my church. What about the women that cook in the in the kitchen? You have have you a piece of chicken and have a seat. No, but there is a scripture that says um, that they. I can't remember scripture right now. That the pastor is worthy of the hire. Okay, care of because those are God's person that God put in a position to lead His. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the church that that's the job. That's the only job that pastor have, and that church is supposed to take care of that pastor. Amen. Not the pastor mm-hmm. taking everything from the church, but the church is supposed to take care of the pastor. Amen. Amen. Right, yeah, there are scriptures to back up. Amen. So I still say my bishop is not on salary, and my my apostle is not on salary. But one day it's going to come to a place where the church yes, will, will take care of them because yes, they will. take care of the church. They take care of God's people. Amen? Amen. All right, we'll say. Thank everybody. Thank you all for your comments, your questions, your ears. Um, I pray that you have received something from the lesson tonight. Amen. Amen. Audrey. Huh? Amen. Audrey. Yeah. Okay. Just a white talking in the phone. Um, okay. I just want to do <laughs> on next next week, um, the third. The second and third, um, we will have our first annual women's conference. And our speaker for those two nights will be none other than our elect lady, Millie White. Amen. 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 And I am so excited. And some of the women, I wish more of the women were coming. Um, Minister Mel, please let Sister Zahara know, I wish that she was able to come because this is something that would have been great for her. Yes, great for her. Um, I'm so happy that some of the women are coming. Um, come and let's worship God together. This is not my service. This is not uh, your service. This is not their service. This is our service. Mm-hmm. This is our service for us to um, um, rise Amen. And, and command our blessings, whatever. Amen. I can't tell you what to command, but whatever, we are going to command the blessings of God because he gave us permission to. He said that we could. Amen. Amen. And that's Amen. what we are going to do. We are going to will, and we are going to give God all in yeah. those two nights. Amen. And uh, each night service will begin at 7.30. Um, I wish others that are close to Georgia, I wish that you could be here, really wish that you could be here um, next year 
Lord willing, this time we will be having our second annual. So it will be um, more people that will be able to come. Amen. And before we get all the way to 2018, this year, 2017, July 30th through August 4th or 5th, um, we will be having our convocation. Um, Amen. And uh, everybody will be here. We will have our church in um, Jamaica, the church in the Bahamas, the church in South Carolina, um, New York, and all of us for them will be together. Um, we will have uh, day sessions and evening sessions. Registration is going on now. You can register um, if you are in another state and you're interested in coming. Um, you can give us a call at 478-206-2293, Either Apostle Nesbitt or myself would be more than will be more than happy to give you more information regarding um, the convocation. Um, also, those of you that um, are planning to pre-register meaning you're going to um, pay for your or put something down on your um, living where you will be staying. You will be, it is first come, first serve for, for that house. And then after that, I will be giving out phone numbers for the nearest hotels. Amen? Amen. Amen. I did pretty good with those announcements tonight. Yes. Amen. See, I know I'm not gifted to do announcements. So. <laughs> but you do all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I still know it's not a gift. And, um, and that's why I don't look at facility and roll my eyes because. <laughs> did, you, um, did you guys um, get with Pastor and give him the, the registration fee that we have to um, pay and stuff? Um, yeah. Bishop has that, yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Out um, hello, excuse me. Yes, yes sir. Um, um, after, let me say this. After, this after the women's conference, um, you will, the package will be sent up there and we'll have all that information after the women's conference. When a lady comes down, she will return with those packages. Okay. Amen. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. All minds are clear? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for the study, God. Thank you, thank you Father, Lord. for allowing us to know that you have shaped us, God, um, with gifts. You've shaped us for your purpose, and we bless your name for it. Father, help us to be obedient to your word, God. Those of us that um, not yet know uh, our yes. purpose and, and the gifts that you place inside of us. We ask, oh God, that you would open up our heart to receive what you have given us to let, to let Thank us you, know Jesus. what yes. you have placed inside of us, God. We bless your name for being so faithful to us, God. We can't say it enough. You are faithful. You are yes, mighty. Lord. You are powerful. And we bless your name tonight. Thank you, God, for each individual person that is on the line, each individual heart, God, that is on the line tonight, I ask that you would continue to manifest yourself 
in them and yes. through them. Father, put them in a place to receive, God. Yes. Help them not only to receive, but help them to be better givers. Help us yes. to be better givers, God. Help us to, to be yes. better servers, that we will serve your people, that we would uh, uh, usher in um, your presence when we are talking to our friends and talking to our loved ones, yes. talking to people on the street that we would allow your presence to be seen in our lives, God. Father, we just thank you for being so so awesome to us. Thank you for being our yes, healer. Lord. Thank you for being our healer tonight, yes. God. Thank you, Father, for whoever is on the line, oh, God, that needs healing in their body. We thank you for doing yes. it now. Thank you for being thank our deliverer, our way maker, yes. our sustainer. We just bless you, Father. We thank want to give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' yes, name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Remember, I am. I am. You are. I am. You are. You are. We are. Our brother's keeper. Our brother's keeper. You ought to send somebody a text tonight and tell them to, hey, hang on, hold on, don't let them Change is coming. All right? Amen. 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 7.30 Monday. I love you all. Have an awesome night and a perfect weekend. Amen. Amen. Amen.